Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, howtodecorate.com. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I had a branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We're so glad you're listening. This week, we have another episode from Discover ADAC. We're here at the Atlanta Decorative Arts Center, and they give us this little suite. We have a it's table. a little echoey. Echoey. Yeah. Echo. But it's a it's very a little nice echoey. suite. So we're really sorry about that. It's a sweet, sweet. <laughs> it's a sweet, sweet. Anyways, yeah, it's a little echoey in here, but hopefully you will enjoy our guests enough to wear you won't bother you. I'm pretty excited about so, our guest. Me too. We are so excited today to have our guest, Jonathan Savage. We have worked together on several projects, actually. And Karen, I remember you telling the story of going to Southern Style Now and seeing the the guest room you designed, Jonathan, in the um, in the show house and being totally obsessed with it. We shared some photos of it on the blog, so you have to go check those out. We'll put a link in the show notes. But um, you're an interior designer in Nashville, and you studied abroad, too, I believe. I did. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, give us okay. a little background. <laughs> Tell us who you are, Jonathan. <laughs> so my name is Jonathan Savage. I own Savage Interior Design based in Nashville. And I have had my design firm in Nashville for about seven years. Prior to that, I worked in New York City for a residential design firm. And uh, I was born and raised in Nashville, so it's kind of nice to be back home. We like Southerners. Yeah. (laughs) And so we do residential design. Currently, we have projects from the East Coast to the West Coast, which is kind of fun. And I just finished my first project. um, It's an international project. It was in London. And I was there last week and had it photographed, which is kind of fun. Um, Resident. Residents. Yeah. How'd you find that person? Do they used to live here? I have a client in Nashville whose daughter married a Brit mm-hmm. and they met at Oxford and had a little fairy tale love story <laughs> and moved to London. They have two little girls there. And when they were home over Christmas a couple years ago, the mom invited me over to have a cocktail. And by the time I left, I had an airline ticket. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> you must be fun to have for cocktails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bring good gifts. I can say that. If you're a host or hostess, I got some good gifts for you. Um, and so I was hired by this family to do this home. And about a couple months later, after I met them, I was there and we worked with an architect local to London. And it was a new build, which really doesn't happen often in England, or I didn't think it did. It probably happens more than I realized. And so we worked with them. We've worked on it for three years. And last week was sort of a big week. We got Mm -hmm. two floors of the four floors photographs. That's kind of fun. (laughs) And so, um, is it in the city of London? It's in Knightsbridge. Okay, so, so if is you've it sort been of to a, Herod's, it's yes. not far. Is it sort of a town? When you say four floors, I'm thinking like a brownstone kind it's, of vibe. It's a townhome. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, I would say, kind of simply designed architecture, maybe a little Georgian in there. It's a brick facade it's with limestone details. It's quite beautiful. And the interior is sort of um, a long galley style, sort of New York City kitchen in the middle of the home you walk into the uh, stair hall and the dining room and in the back is the living space with a nano wall that opens up to a back garden. Wait, what's and a nano wall? A nano wall is... Did you know? Do y'all know? I don't know what a nano wall okay. is. Um, so a nano wall is appears as a wall of doors, uh-huh. but and one door is operable, but they all fold up and scoop oh, to yeah. one side. So, so sort it of slide indoor over. outdoor living. Oh, that's and awesome. in London, as you all know, it rains a lot and mm-hmm. the temperatures aren't great. But we did a fairly wide overhang on the back, so it allows for more indoor outdoor living in an environment where you normally wouldn't have that as much. So wow, that's kind awesome. of fun. So I totally interrupted your 
description of your life. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> keep going. No problem. Um, so where was I been in Nashville seven years on my own design firm? We do residential design. We all know this. I basically have made Nashville home. I travel a lot with our projects ranging coast to coast. It sort of seems like I'm never home, but, um, my goal for 2018 is to be home more often. Well, you have a dog, don't you? I do. I have a Legato Romagnolo, which is an Italian truffle hunting dog. His family's from Bologna and (laughs) he now lives in music city. And his name is, his name is Artie and we love him, but he has fourth birthday over the weekend. So it's kind of fun. Did you have a party? We had a little neighborhood dog party. Yes. (laughs) I guess that's what we do. Right. So I don't know. (laughs) It's what we do, I guess. Um, but we live in a small little gated community and everyone knows everyone. So we just, we have fun. Why not? All of our friends and their pets. So. <laughs> that is um, awesome. What else about me? I, uh, I went to college right out of high school. I wanted to be a designer. So I attended the Omar College of Design, which is based in Franklin, Tennessee. And I now sit on the board of the college. It's a boutique col- uh, little college that offers a great education. It's right off the square in Franklin. If you all know Franklin, it's a cute little, um, I say little, it's not little anymore, but it's a nice little town and it's quite, quite attractive. So I'm on the board there, went to school there, moved to New York City and um, worked for a great firm to design what I'd always wanted to do and then uh, had an opportunity to open my own business and I did, so. So it sounds like a fairy tale. I don't know about all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were, you were saying you were just in London, but you were traveling over there with Suzanne Kassler too, right? I, well, I was, I met up with Suzanne and some friends in London and we, um, shopped on Pimlico road for a couple of days. That's and, damaging. I mean, that yeah, can really do some damage when you shop with Suzanne. Shopper. Mm-hmm. Suzanne's a shopper. And <laughs> there was lots of beauty that will be in Nashville and Atlanta very soon, which is so exciting. Um, uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. And we went to the America's Party at the Goring Hotel, which is so beautiful. So we were there for Decorex. And there was about 100 people in attendance to the America's party. As you all know, that's the hotel where Kate Middleton got ready the day of her, the morning of her wedding. Mm -hmm. So that was fun to be there and have a drink in the red lacquer library. So (laughs) yeah, Suzanne's a good friend. She's a nice lady, very talented and so much fun to be with and definitely a shopper. Yeah. I had to take a break. (laughs) Couldn't keep up with her. Yeah. She's a pro. Yeah. She's good at it. If you listen to our episode with her, she yeah, we asked her, like, what does she do when she's not designing? And um, basically, she said shop. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm like, you yeah. hang out with your husband? She's like, oh, no, no, no. He plays golf and I shop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, she's a curator of beautiful things, and yeah. she loves all sorts of things. Yeah. So how do you see um, people's aesthetics differ coast to coast and even internationally for your clients? Do you feel like there's a certain vibe um, depending on where they live? Well, you know, it's interesting is... Being based in Nashville, I had came back to Nashville from New York City thinking that I would be doing chintz and more traditional patterns and homes. And the truth is, yes, we do all that, but we also do a lot of apartment living and a lot of apartments that are condos or townhomes. And I would say the vibe is a little bit cleaner and simpler and not as fussy and traditional as how I was personally raised. Um, but on the East Coast, depending on where you are, I think it's, it's, there's blue and white stripes. There's, um, you know, I think different aesthetics. And I think the younger generation, the millennials, seem to have a cleaner aesthetic. You know, we just worked on a project in New York City. We're still working on it. And it's filled with beautiful antiques that are family heirlooms. It's on 90th and Park Avenue. And it's a beautiful pre-war building. And the antiques are sort of the glory of the apartment. It's sort of a neutral palette with beautiful wood antiques. And so, you know, I think that I don't know that you can necessarily sum places up by where they are. And I think it's all about the clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I do think California is very laid back and relaxed and it's probably always going to (laughs) be like that. I think they are the exception to the rule. But, um, you know, we just finished a very contemporary project. Um, in Naples, Florida, and it was kind of fun because 
it's a glass, basically a glass box, and the blue of the ocean, and again, it was a neutral interior to let that let that view sort of take presence in the space. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, we sort of have a variety of different styles and designs, and we try to, as cliche as it sounds, we try to give the client what they are asking for. Right. Right. You just recently did the Kip Space Show House, and that it was you did basically like the stairwell, right? I did. Um, was that your first time doing that show house? That was my it? first time doing Kip's Bay, and it was such they a got pleasure. A lot of social coverage. Mm-hmm. People were like posting your stairwell a lot. That yeah. wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you described. It. No, so um, it was such an honor to get to do Kip's Bay. It's sort of I think what designers always dream of doing, and working in the city. As an office, we would go every year, and you know, I just didn't know this was going to be my year, and it was, and it was great. Um, How does it work? Are you invited? And they're like, oh, you know, or I do you have to apply? No, I mean, I think you're invited. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were invited. I I was up for an award called the FGI Fashion Group International Rising Star Award, and one of the board members was at my table at the luncheon. And I just, I said, it'd be fun to do Kip's Bay. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. And it happened. And so I I think that they want a variety of backgrounds and locations all represented in one place. This past year, we had a design firm from Toronto, Hal and Bonnell, me being in Nashville, Susan Ferrier here in Atlanta, and a lot of New Yorkers. So, so we added a little spice, um, brought some Southern charm to Good. New York City. But it was a great experience, and it, again, it's something I'd always wanted to do. And when we all were invited, then you, there's a meeting in New York City you have to go to, and you take a tour of the home, and you make a wish list. These are the spaces I'd like to do. And my office, we met in New York, and we wanted the stair hall, and we asked for the stair hall, and I was shocked that we got it. <laughs> and so it was our first choice. It was the grand stair hall that connected the first and second floors. It was a space that I knew everyone would be walking through. And so I wanted to do it because mm-hmm. I wanted to get the coverage and I wanted people to see it. And I wanted to bring a little Southern design to New York City. And so we got the chance to do that. So the grand stair hall was quite large. This The steps were 48 inches wide and so it allowed for people to pass and it was quite beautiful um the building was built in 1907 i believe and it was very it was very beautiful in its bare bones state we tried to accentuate it we added a mj atelier wall covering which was hand applied plaster to a canvas ground and the motif was different animals and flora and fauna that you would find in Nashville. Oh, wow. And so um, we tried to link it back to my southern roots, which was <laughs> quite fun. And we, you know, we had a fox, we had a raccoon, we had some hummingbirds, a magnolia tree, just all the different things you'd find in the south. And so the background was a pharaoh and ball paint color, all black. And then the plaster was tinted with pharaoh and ball off-white. And so it turned out really well. It was an artist with MG Atelier that created, created this in about three and a half weeks. Wow. And there were some niches that were open in the stair hall on the second floor. And we did a hexagonal mirror inset <clears throat> that reflected the floor and the fauna and the animals. And so that was kind of fun. But I think the plaster technique was a, it's a bit unusual. And so... Kips Bay was the perfect place to showcase it because I don't, most people haven't seen it or used it. And so MG Atelier was so wonderful to partner with me to do that. And it was all completely custom. And so we designed it down to the grass on the ground up to the birds in the sky. So it was kind of fun. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. So the Grand Stair Hall, it was, there was a light well at the top that had a hexagonal diamond pattern that we repeated in the mirrors. And so we made it quite glamorous, I think. We yeah. added some crystal William Haynes sconces in there, and it was, it was fun. It was a lot of work, and it happened quickly. Yeah, how much time do you get? Uh, I think we had, I think the goal was six weeks. I think we had more like four and a half or five. Wow. <clears throat> Does it ever, like, I guess kind of make you sad that it's not up there for very long? You know, it served a purpose. And um, 
it's like anything, I guess we do it and we love it and we, you know, promote it and move on, move on from it. (laughs) And it is a client, you know, it's going to be there for a while and someone's enjoying it. That's kind of sad about it. You put so much work in and then it was only four weeks. But don't you get to showcase? It was a long four weeks (laughs) and it will forever live in our portfolio. But I think we go in, we went into it knowing that it was a short term thing. And so with a client, we know it's going to live forever. We hope it does and we hope they enjoy it. I think that's the good part of trying to do classical design that lasts forever and it's beautiful. Um, But with the show house there, the home was on the market for sale. And so we didn't really know what was going to, maybe someone would buy the home and keep our wall covering. Right. We actually left it in the space. We left the mirrors and the wall covering. We took out the lighting and the Patterson, Flint and Martin carpeting. And um, we sold most of the furniture that was in there. Mm-hmm. And so we walked away and we'll have wonderful memories right. of it. <laughs> <laughs> but in show homes, you probably get to actually try, I mean... It's you are the client in a way, right? You get to try whatever you want and show your true self versus in a client's home where you're probably... Yeah. Well, I think my office would probably say I'm the world's worst client. But, um, (laughs) you know, I do think it lets you think outside the box, do something different Mm -hmm. and showcase who you are as a designer and what you want to be perceived as. Or, you know, maybe you want to do pink walls. I don't know. But you know, hot pink walls or something I haven't done before, but maybe I would do it in a show house where I wouldn't do it in a client's home mm-hmm. because I don't know that you want to live with that on a day-to-day basis, but maybe you do. Right. You can it depends on the personality and depends on who you are. So you can take it a little further. I'm currently working on a show house with you guys. Yes. The Omar College Design Show House in Franklin. Um, actually, it's in uh, Brentwood in Nashville schools in Franklin and we are doing um, the dining room we're using the Miles Red collection for some interesting details and accessories can't wait to see it he's got some fun stuff I ran into you yesterday in our store in Atlanta and you were picking up a Miles piece I did ooh good stuff yeah we picked up two or three Miles pieces can you tell us what they were the waterfall console the black waterfall console Um, that's all I saw. So I don't know. I th- maybe you got one of those bigger There's urns. a bench that goes with it. A waterfall oh, yeah, the bench. smaller one. Mm-hmm. And we got um, the urns, mm-hmm. um, the turned yep. urns. And I didn't stalk you around the store. I just saw them. So that's okay. <laughs> you could have. We'd had fun together. Um, and well, I bought some, I bought some um, plants or platforms to showcase things. We got the Miles Black Lacquer uh, risers. Yeah, those are those great. Are great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a little surprise for those in Nashville. Yay. So, it's yeah. dangerous to work adjacent to the store because I'm in there probably three times a week. You're the best customer, Karen. Well, they've you got really, really are. good deals in there. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, there's I feel like every cases. Friday she's walking out with oh, like a Oh, yesterday. This shopping week bag. I got four prints so and I got today? some balls. Today's Wednesday and Tuesday cups. she was in there. Uh, yeah. We bought the same thing. Well, I got stuff Monday and Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> Four prints on Monday and then Tuesday I got those cups and bowls that you yeah. got. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty. Um, those are pretty. Yeah. I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. yeah it's very pretty. Right I got right. them all. Oh, I saw, I saw you all stacked. Yep. Well, I, I was in first, so she didn't yeah. get Yeah, he was the trendsetter. And no. I got <laughs> she did follow you around that she day. Did. What she are you did. buying? What I'm like, buying? I want that too. Well, um, one of our uh, Design Solutions Associates did come up to me when I was in the back kind of scrounging through the dishes, and she's like, Jonathan Savage is here. And I was like, oh, he's on our podcast tomorrow. She's like, oh, okay, you might want to go say hi. <laughs> she had you all scooped out. Who was that? Um, Robin. Yeah, she's amazing. She's great, yeah. She's really she called great. me yesterday, and she's like, well, I have some pricing. And we didn't check out in the store. We just put together three big carts and left it. It's <laughs> like, I'll come back for this. And so she called, and she was so lovely. She said, well... Um, cart number one had this, this, and this. Cart two had this, this, and this. We, I was like, okay, we'll just take it all. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll take all of it, please. Shopping's what we do best. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Which car did you bring to Atlanta? Yeah, how are you getting all that home? It's a big old SUV. All right. <laughs> we could ship it, too, if we had to. So I had a question. You were talking a minute ago about, um, I think it was a townhouse in New York that had a bunch of heirlooms in it, right? Yeah. 
And I feel like as Southerners, we probably all, and not, not to discriminate against all people in the world, but um, we're living with things that have been passed down to us, you know, maybe from our grandmother or from our mother. And we might not love them, you know what I mean? Because uh, I don't have a lot of brown furniture in my house, but there are things that I, that I have that I cherish and I don't want to get rid of. How can I incorporate those? How can I make those feel current? Well, I think a lot of chests that are brown that maybe they don't have the prettiest top or the prettiest wood grain, you know, put a mirrored top on them, put a piece of marble, have marble cut to go on top, sort of make it feel a little bit more updated. You know, go to, Ma- what's the commercial on TV, Mako? Yeah, the car paints all the cars. Is- Take it to Mako, they'll lacquer it for you and you'll love it. Do I have to do anything? Can I just like literally show up with a dresser and be like, hey, paint this orange? Yeah. I don't have to prep it or anything. Don't do a thing. That's awesome. We just had a refrigerator painted about two weeks ago. Really? Awesome. awesome. Color. It was chocolate brown because we had a kitchen that um, it was in a pool house and we did chocolates and light blues and creams. And we had this big old white refrigerator that stood out <laughs> like a sore thumb. I was like, we can't have that. We have to paint that guy. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's smart. How much did that cost? I would love to answer that question. No I idea. have no idea. Yeah. I would say a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. I Nothing. Mean, it's cheaper a, than a new fridge. That's yeah. so fun. It's not a smeg, but it's our version of a smeg. Right. <laughs> totally That's really smart. I really like it. I know. What can I lacquer in my house? I know. I want to go lacquer everything now. Well, I think hand-me-downs, whether they're, you know, they mean, a lot of times things means, that if they're sentimental, they mean something to you because so-and-so owned them. But I think if you can jazz them up at the same time, it's a double whammy. It's right, good. Right, you want to use yeah, it. Yeah, use it and love it. And you don't have to get crazy. Paint it white. Yeah. Paint it cream. What do you think of the matte black appliance trend? I think there's probably a really good place for that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if we were working on the right project, we would give it a like try. A super sleek kind of. Why not? I think it. I think it could go super sleek, or I think it could go like a little modern farmhousey mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm pretty open to new, inventive things, or I try to be. Right. <laughs> well, because I love those matte black cars. I think those are me neat too. Looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like those. So I guess it's just. Natural. I'd never buy one though. I don't think. Well, they're quite a statement. They are a statement that you're stuck with every day. I think my <laughs> clients would just not really like to see me pull up in a matte black. Yeah, well, I think they'd be like, we're paying you too much. <laughs> they probably think that anyways, but that's okay. Well, the topic of appliances, that's, I like that question because I feel like when people are doing a renovation, they, like I remember my sister-in-law when they were doing their house, she was like, well, should I do stainless or like what appliance finish should I do? Like what's, I don't want to pick one that's going to be outdated. And I just felt like, ugh, that's such a like, hard question because they'll how, all how look how many finishes outdated. are there well you know she meant like once upon a time everything was like a black fridge and a black dishwasher and then there was a time where it was all white and you know how that sort of can age it so before she bought everything stainless she wanted I to guess, make sure she wanted to make sure that that wasn't out. almost over or whatever i didn't really have the answer for her i'd Felt like, okay, well, stainless is like what they use in all the commercial things. So I feel like that's not go anywhere. But how do you, how do people pick stuff with um, the intent of it being classic and not? Well, I think that your appliances that you're going to be offered if you go to in Nashville, we shop at A1 Appliances. Um, if I go into A1 Appliances, they're going to show me what's new, what's the latest and the greatest. And by the time the clients are tired of those pieces, there's going to be something new out. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you can necessarily pick a timeless appliance, but I think you can pick something that's not obtrusive or unattractive. But most of them are pretty well mm-hmm. designed. Um, I attended an event in um, Southern California for Thermador last year, and their engineering is amazing, and their products are gorgeous. Thermador? Yeah. And so... Um, are you a paid sponsor? I'm not, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it's beautiful product that they produce. And, I mean, Sub-Zero Wolf, they all have a good thing going. And I think stainless has become the new neutral. But I think that probably could go away soon. And not, I think it will always be, be here. 
but I think the matte black, I think there's bronze colors coming out. Mm. There's interesting colors. So I think it's going to be intriguing to see what mm -hmm. people go with. I will say in kitchen design, we do cover a lot of um, dishwashers and refrigerators with wood panels. And I think that's probably the classiest way right. to mm -hmm. just match your keep cabinetry. a classic contemporary or even a traditional interior timeless. Mm -hmm. It's just match it with the wood and your mill worker's going to love you. Yeah. yeah. And 10 years from now, you can repaint it you can just if you repaint just, everything. You know right. what I mean? Like if you're tired of your white cabinets. You can go black or, or when, yeah, if you replace you know, all your cabinets, yeah. why don't you just do that? Right. right. But I will tell you, like I cheaped out on my refrigerator when I renovated, I wanted to get a built in and I didn't, you know, cause it, when you're in the middle of a renovation, you're like, I, I can't spend another $10,000. You right. know what I mean? Well, that's the time to spend it because a couple years later, you're sure not going to choke up another 10 grand when you've got that big mm -hmm. thing. That's when you dump it all in. This is my opinion. <laughs> and you regret it. I totally regret it. I look at that and I hate it every day. Yeah. I hate it. And here's the thing about appliances. I didn't know we were going to go off on an appliance tangent. <laughs> this is what we are. But we I'm are. shaking my finger. Keep going. Um, is that it's, you can't even test drive them or anything. You just have to kind of look at it and hope it's right. You know what I mean? As for practicality, it's not like you can just stick all your stuff in there, test drive it for 30 days and give it back. Well, I think talk to your friends, talk to the people that you admire their kitchen or you know, ask your designer for other client referrals. And um, I recently had a client who she wanted Wolf and Sub-Zero. That's what she wanted. She was not budging. Because that's what she's had for 25 years and she loves it. So I didn't try to sell her on something new. Just keep, if you love mm -hmm. it, keep it. Keep going and make the best of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that your peers are your best people to ask. And if you ask the companies, they will tell you places you can go and you can cook. Like Thermador has a, a kitchen in Nashville. You can go and you can cook in this kitchen and mm -hmm. see if you like it. It's not in the convenience of your home, but if you're giving it a try, yeah. it's a huge investment. I, I recommend people go and test drive it. Right. I don't buy a car that I don't test drive. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, they have that up in on Peachtree right by Lennox. Yeah. Leave it in there. I haven't. You no, can but, uh, shower to try out the shower heads. Where is this at Perch? Perch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That just closing. Kind of gross. Oh, well, they did a terrible job then. That's kind of gross. Right? Well, I, well, I don't, don't know that people faucets. do it. I know, but even the, the, the fact that it's an option is weird. Well, I will tell you this. I mean, wash your hands, sure. Turn it on and feel well, I, under I don't it. think people are getting naked. I'm just saying. They're, like, jumping in there to see if they like the water pressure. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never but... know. I can say this. I, when, when clients, have, when, have you been really good to your clients? No. I showered under this one. No. And this one and here's but I do like. recommend things I have in my own home to clients yeah. often. And I think that we're the best audience for brands to say, we have the shower head. Mm -hmm. Try it. Right. Because if I can say that, clients normally trust me. Not always, but let's hope they do. Mm -hmm. And we use, I use this. Speakman showerhead. I recommend it for your kids or whatever, and they normally buy it. But I will say when clients are building a home, everyone has a toilet that they prefer. So I always recommend, without me being there, go sit on a toilet and see if you like it. <laughs> there's different heights. There's different yeah. seats. There's different brands. No one's tush is the same. <laughs> That's all I can say. Interesting. So Amazing. within your own home, you have a favorite toilet? I have it, yes. Interesting. I do not. Really? I think that's fair. Really? We bought all the same when we renovated, and I hate all of them because they're the same one. But right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. test drive that. You should oh. tell you should. And I'm not saying go drop your pants, but what I'm saying is go have a seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do. Because everyone's going to spend some time on the toilet. Don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's going to happen? Just saying. And I do recommend that it, that it occurs. And so I took a client recently and I was like, well, you need to pop a seat. And she's like, I can't do that. I'm in the showroom. I said, they're, they're there for a reason. That's why it's here. Yeah. And so um, we use a Toto toilet. It's an elongated Toto toilet. It's a comfort height. <laughs> Just saying. I know comfort a little. Height's I guess important. I know too much about toilet. I don't know why. But I the comfort height is important. Yeah, of course. I do agree. Well, if you're an older person, yes. Or See? if you are um, have health issues, and no one wants to 
break their back. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, we talk about that in seating. It's just the yeah. same. That's 18 right. inches means a lot for seat height. And I, I don't know. It's a crazy <laughs> This conversation thing. took a turn. It sure did. <laughs> I feel like it's very practical knowledge. Yeah. I, I like, like it. it. It's true. It is. I, I appreciate it. I feel like we should do a whole show just on bath hardware. And like renovate. I feel like renovations, renovation choices. Renovations are hard. Did you That's renovate you the home you're me. in? I did. And how long did it take? Ooh, good question. It's not finished yet? It, no, it's, it's, it's 90% finished. It took probably nine months. What'd you no, do to it? That's not bad. So the home I bought is a contemporary home. It's very simple. It was built in 1978, but it's a fairly classic style. And we just updated some of the fixtures and fittings and nothing layout wise we didn't change any of we didn't take out any walls we tore out some millwork that looked a bit dated and tried to update that my living room has 22 foot tall ceilings and it was a soft peach when i bought my Ooh. home no teal in there with it there was some teal baseboards Ooh. it's a good combination Ooh. from 1978 i'm yes. sure whenever i'm not sure I think it was the 80s. yeah early 80s mm-hmm. we just did a Soft, um, sort of a creamy white, Benjamin Moore, cloud white, OC 67. (laughs) We swathed the whole house in it and loved it. And um, it's just clean and it modernized. It changed it more than anything we did. But I have a question. Because you said you didn't take down any walls. Nine months? Yeah. What did you do? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we did millwork. We did um, a lot to um, the master bathroom we redid the closets. We redid the back porch. I have a quite a large veranda on the back. It's 60 feet long. And um, it needed to be updated. All new lighting, new interior doors. I worked with um, Vintage Millworks in Nashville, who are our millwork gurus. They're amazing. Mm. And so we did all new interior doors and OC67 cream lacquer. Uh, and so it takes time. Mm-hmm. And um, in my living room, especially, I tore out a, a built-in and put in a bar, a custom bar with an ice machine. And um, we did some different stair-stepped shelving inside between behind doors. Yeah, I mean, things take time. Yeah. It's well, hard. Aside from paint, what was the best like change you made? I think the interior doors made the biggest difference because some doors went higher from eight foot to nine foot and made it feel more grand and custom doors, custom hardware. It's like jewelry. You got to have some good jewelry, right? Mm -hmm. So I was happy with my selection there. Yeah. Do you have any photos of your house we could share on the show notes? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Carolyn is getting ready to renovate and she's petrified. Do you have any tips for her? I'm both scared and like a 50% thrilled it is yeah. it's it's, it's um, scary it but. is scary and i think make your decisions now don't get in the swing of things and make decisions in my office we draw everything light mm-hmm. switch placement outlets baseboard heights um trims moldings we mm-hmm. put in the hardware for the doors i mean if you have in a drawing you know if it's going to work or not mm-hmm. work and so i think that's key yeah yeah and it's you know clients don't always want to pay for the drawings yeah well let me tell you light switches and plugs in the wrong place is crazy it makes you so unhappy all the time i have it in my house because i didn't think that through as much as i should have when i renovated and every time i'm in my bathroom i'm mad because things are just not where they should be yeah Mm. it's the same way example well um where I plug in my hair dryer and my electric toothbrush or things like that, you know, that kind of thing. Um, well, the plug's like up high on the wall. I want it low underneath my floating vanity so you don't see it. You don't need to see that because I keep the hair dryer in the drawer. Well, here's a little tip bit, a little tip for you. Tipsies. Put the plug in the back of the drawer that houses the blow dryer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did that in my house and it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Everything's clean. You don't have a cluttered no countertop. Right. We have toothbrushes and drawers. We have hair dryers, blowers, whatever hair stuff 
these you lovely ladies, yeah. <laughs> <Accoutrement>. <laughs> flat irons, curling mm-hmm. irons, blow dry. I mean, and you know, we do the same thing in our, um, Butler pantries and also in the kitchen for cell phone charging stations, mm-hmm. find a drawer, any drawer, just fill it with your cords because it keeps you organized as right. crazy as that drawer may get, you know, the cords there, right. or you and know, you can, close that's, it. you can close it. Not look at it. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. I've been seeing furniture pieces. This could be good for Ballard to put some plugs in bedside tables. We, we have that. We actually have I several. Think, I think you had that in the New Orleans show house. Yeah, we have um, integrated charging into in nightstands. It's important. And we're also working on that like wireless charging just inside tables. Yeah. You can just set your phone on it and yeah. or on the dining table. Yeah, that's you know, when great. you're doing your homework or whatever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of you just mentioned the show house. Did you see that we totally copied your room in the catalog? I saw that. It I was mean, amazing. Verbatim. We were the so stripes, excited the big about stripe, your room. wide stripe. Yes, yeah. we're like, oh, let's go remake that room. It was so fun. Yeah, yeah. it turned out great. Karen were literally you honored, it. or were you like, what are they doing? <laughs> well, if, when I saw it on Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, that's an exact copy. <laughs> and. Um, I it's think fun. we credited you. Yeah. Yeah, we, you did. In yeah, the yeah. catalog, I think there was a um, little thing that said, see the original room or something. Yeah. No, catalog. it was great. It was flat. I was flattered. Okay, good. <laughs> Will you describe that room a little bit and like how you sure. came up with the idea? Sure. I was asked to do Southern Style Now in New Orleans, which is a show house, or it was a show house in New Orleans. This upcoming Southern Style Now is in Savannah, and I was given... A small space, when I say small, very small space, similar to the size of my closet, to be honest, but that's okay. And it was in the- You have a nice closet. Anyways, it was a very small It was a small space. room. And I, um, it was in the guest cottage in the back. Uh, a good friend of mine, Lisa Mindy from Lisa Mindy Design, she did the, I guess, it's the, it was- I would call it a pool house, but there was no pool, so right. I guess a guest cottage. And so she did the living area, and then I had my little closet space. Um, <laughs> but I had wonderful lighting, and I had tall ceilings, so we made it work. Um, <laughs> we did um, two... I wanted to just be able to sleep two guests. And, you know, like, in, if I go to New York City, the Carlisle Hotel has twin-size beds. And I always begged to not get that room because I don't want twin size bed. But I travel with friends often that want that. They want to sleep in a twin size bed. And I have a client who is obsessed with twin beds. She has two guest rooms, both with twin beds. And so I knew or I thought I wanted to do a pair of twin beds or day beds. And so the, the biggest wall was long enough for a single bedside table, which is the, do you remember which bedside table? I think it was like the Sydney. I think it was Sydney, yeah. It had sort of a front. An open front, is that what you said? No, it had a the, oh. the shelf. Yeah, it's an Isabella. Was it wooden? Yeah. Yeah. Isabella. But it had integrated charging, I think. Mm-hmm. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had room, we found room for one bedside table that was shared amongst two, a right corner and left corner, uh, twin size bed and what was so great was they had upholstered headboards that we did in a sort of a wide awning stripe from Suzanne Gassler mm-hmm. I think. it is and then we did a mattress cover from Ballard it was a tiny little um, ticking stripe and um, it was just cozy and warm and functional we had a, a bar cart in there because I thought mm-hmm. every little guest suite yeah, <laughs> and we had a large uh, mirror from Ballard, sort of reflecting a small-ish space. And then we did two trunks that were woven wicker at the foot of the bed that would be great to put luggage on or for storage. So it really functioned really well it to be so, such a very small room. So and it crazy. had great style happening in there. It did. It, it was, really looks fabulous. I love the orange and chocolate accents yeah those colors together always feel so luxe yeah well and i thought outdoor and being in there i mean orange is sort of a great color all all year round and so um we did a bunny williams lamp from her collection and we did some beautiful orange bedding from eve's delorme yeah it was great yeah we loved it 
We did. I loved it. it and we fun. had Lisa Monday on the show, and she was yeah. talking about that, too. Because you and I were talking about it yesterday, because she had that hot pink sofa yeah. in um, her room. And she was saying that that's her sofa yeah, now in her living room. She yeah. took it home with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. But that's show houses are fun. It's mm-hmm. always fun to partner with people, um, designers, because we see our stuff in a whole new way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really like hot pink sofa. And then you get there and you're like, oh my gosh. And then amazing. you copied it and I was like, wow, they must have liked it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we hadn't shown the, I, I think those, that bed concept. I think concept it's Isabella Daybed. I think it is the Isabella Daybed. It's Isabella Room. It was, because they both were, right? Yeah, that's true. But it has like a... It has a headboard, but then it also has like a side a corner board. board. Yeah, it's yeah. like a corner. So it does work perfectly for the way you used it in a corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it had it clip corners. Wraps around yeah. yeah, that's it what they're designed It was soft and it was inviting. And um, at one point, there was people like, I was in the house and I came back out. There was like people like hanging out in bed. I was like, oh, hey. Oh, hello. That's interesting. <laughs> um, Those show houses get all so my, crazy. All yeah. my Lots sheets were wrinkled. They were just hanging out. <laughs> get off my bed. Yeah. Well, you put the bar in there, Jonathan. I know. I know. But I mean, when I have guests over, I want them to have something to drink in their room. I want them to have good sheets and good linens. And mm-hmm. it needs to be cozy and I don't know. That's what I want when I go to someone's house. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Not a twin bed. I no, I don't want My a requirement twin bed is just good pillows. Not requirement, but like that's what thrills me more than anything else. Just a good pillow. You it, know, because it's hard to sleep on a bad pillow. Yeah. Yeah. A hard, hard pillow. You need a good scent in there too. Yes, because <laughs> it can go bad if it, it doesn't smell yeah. nice. And, it, and people are so funny about smells and. Well, you you were saying what your favorite candle is. I was reading it on some blog, but I can't remember what it was. What is it? I use a candle from Christian Tortu, the French florist. He does a, it's called Vertfray, um, green grass. It's, it's, it works all seasons and it's so fresh and all right. I love it. <laughs> do you have it all over your house? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I like to pick one scent and have it all over the house. Yeah, that's part of the design process when we work with clients is we get to a point where we offer a fragrance and and it's sort of their fragrance for their home and if they're so lucky to have housekeepers and the staff and we let them know that this is where this goes and this is the diffuser that matches it. And um, I just think you you see with your nose and you smell with your eyes is what I've always told clients because (laughs) you go into people's homes and you immediately know what it smells like. Yeah. And you want to you want to feel invited, and you want right. you to, don't want to know they have four cats the minute you walk no, in. No, and, no, and these diffusers really work well because I think candles and soot can be a little bit messy. To be honest, we use them all the time, mm-hmm. boxes of them. But the diffusers in the bathrooms are always a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about lighting them. I mean, right, it's not dangerous. Yeah. You don't have to Always worry about running around before guests. Just don't over. spill them because they just stain everything. And get on your hands too. Yeah. All right. Well, well. So, should we do some dilemmas now, so you can impart some of your amazing wisdom oh to Lord, our I'm listeners? Happy. <laughs> Always have. It better opinion. be amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, I got you covered. Um, our first question is from Beth. And she says, hi, ladies. And you. (laughs) Hello. I like using strong, bold colors in my rooms, but I'm afraid of investing a lot in a redesign only to get tired of it quickly. What is the best way to base your room design on a strong color in a way that is easy to change if you get sick of it? That's a good one. Paint. Yeah. Paint those walls, because guess what? You can paint them right back. Yeah, and it's not expensive. It's not expensive. Gallon mm-hmm. of paint, a couple hours. A little weekend project. Blue room goes white. That's Hot true. Hot pink room goes cream. I don't know. Yeah, that is Take true. Take it to a neutral. I mean, if you get tired of it. But mm-hmm. I think it's important to know that you can paint anything and change it whenever. Mm-hmm. Paint's not expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Done. That was so easy. You, you use a lot of wallpaper in your... Um, projects is it hard to get clients on board with because a lot of them have been bold too yeah um is it hard to get clients on board with that or are you just like don't worry well i think that you know back to that whole trust thing if clients trust you and they want you to implement your style or their style into their home 
sometimes wallpaper is a way to add an extra layer. And we use a lot of wallpaper because I think it adds depth and texture. If you want to add texture, there's now lacquer wallpapers out there that add sheen. And mm -hmm. there's all these different, I mean, wallpapers have come a really long ways. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we pull a scheme, if a room needs a wallpaper, we always pull options. And we try to pull something that's fairly simple and calm. We also try to have one curveball that maybe is a little bit more of a punch of color or texture or whatever it is we're trying to achieve. And we just kind of let them decide if they are willing to go that far and do what they do. And it works out. Um, you know, when I do a house, almost 90% of them have powder rooms that have a fun wallpaper. Because I think that's a small room that gives you a, a, an audience, let's say, mm -hmm. and gives you a place to really implement a fun pattern or a texture or a sheen that, you know, it's a small room, so it's not a huge commitment. And I think accent walls, people are more open to doing an accent wall of wallpaper versus doing the entire room. Mm -hmm. um, recently, we did a breakfast nook and we did the fifth wall, the ceiling. We did the ceiling and the four walls and a wallpaper. And the same wallpaper? The same wallpaper. Okay. And it really made it an interesting space. And it wasn't a house that had the best moldings or the best interesting details. But that wallpaper really made it sing. And mm -hmm. it turned out great, and the client was thrilled. So You mentioned some rooms need wallpaper. Yes. Like, what do you mean by that? I heard that, too. Like, what, what rooms need it? Well, I think rooms, like I was just describing, maybe you're, maybe you don't have... 10 foot tall ceilings or maybe you don't have millwork that you absolutely want to accentuate or maybe you don't have you know maybe it's a closet maybe it's a room with not a lot of light but yet you want it to be interesting um like i put wallpaper in pantries a lot because mm. it's it's fun and mm -hmm. it's sort of like a little surprise and so you know need maybe is a strong word but at the end of the day if a space is a little blah Wallpaper is going to change that. And paint changes it as well, but mm -hmm. it doesn't add the depth that wallpaper does or a paint finish or that kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, it's like a little jewel box once you put some wallpaper in there. Right. Okay, good yeah. answer. That was well, I was asking that because she was talking about, you know, sh she loves bold color. So, yeah. And I'd seen She's you not had afraid. some fun ones, fun wallpapers. So, yeah. Good call, Darren. What are your favorite, like, bold colors right now like your favorite colors to use um i'm loving this sort of ochre kind of um it's darker than yellow but yet it's not rust mm -hmm. orange it's sort of a dark yellow ochre mm -hmm. burnt sienna um it's beautiful it's sort of i don't know it looks good with teals and oranges and mm -hmm. it's pretty yeah and I think that, you know, the use of color is something that if you have art with color and you have a fairly neutral room, you put some pillows in there. Like yesterday I bought two pink ecot pillows from you guys that is going in a master bedroom and it's really the only color in the room other than art. Mm -hmm. It just adds, it makes it interesting and people yeah. are drawn to it, I think. Just a little. Yeah. A little bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. Do we have another question? We do have another question. I'm excited about this one. You are? Mm -hmm. There are pictures, which is good. Um, okay, this one is from Holly, and she says, I have a mirrored wall in a new house we are moving into. It takes up one whole wall in the dining room, approximately 10 by 10. I've gotten quotes, and it's going to be too expensive to take down right now. Any tips for how to either cover up the mirror or minimize it, make it not stand out so much? Let me know if you need me to expand on details. <laughs> it's pretty clear. I mean, she just has yeah. sort of a square dining area, yeah. and one of the walls is mirrored. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that mirror is great to add, again, the layer and the depth. And so, you know, you can hang a piece of art by a chain, a rope, something to give mm -hmm. it more depth, but cover it up with a good piece of art, and you're never going to regret mm -hmm. having that mirror. Right. It's going to open up yeah. the space. I wonder Absolutely. why she hates it. She probably is just doesn't. Maybe she I think it's reflecting nothing. Yeah, 
Put something pretty across from it too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A piece of furniture in front of it. Put a buffet in front of a mirror. Yeah. Throw two lamps on it. You're gonna have a. You're gonna be yeah. happy. Yeah. In small we spaces, were, mirrors are not bad. Mm-mm. When we were at, um, we recorded an episode at Miles Red's house, and he is obsessed with mirror details. And he has mirror. It doesn't really look like this in his dining room, but it's he kind of inset whatever molding was there with mirrors inside in the molding but he does just what you were talking about which is he kind of pretends like the mirror isn't there and dresses it like a wall yeah but the fact that the mirror is there makes it so much more interesting totally you know he's got buffets on it art hanging lamps and it just adds just like you did karen too in your family room Mm -hmm. just kind of treat it like it's a regular wall but yeah, yeah, I installed it in my house, yeah. antique mirror. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to I wanted to make sure my room didn't feel right. too closed off and I couldn't put a window on that wall because of the view. And it's been great. I love it. Absolutely. I lived in New York City in a very small apartment that had a very small kitchen and we had a wonderful view on the opposite side of the kitchen. And so I wanted to reflect the view. So my backsplash and my kitchen was mirror and mm-hmm. it wasn't fun to clean but mm-hmm. it looked great and, <laughs> yeah, the space, and, the, yeah, yeah. and the space felt huge so you know i'm not sure how functional it was but don't fry chicken in front of me <laughs> it ain't pretty but it looked good when it was clean so it's hardly even a dilemma holly I think it's yeah. Not. Decorate in front of it. Put some things yeah. in front of it. Be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, that was easy. I love it. It's so much she easier could, when we have experts here. She could <laughs> paint the walls around it something a little more. In- it looks sort of like it's just beige right now, and that would you were saying. Or put wallpaper up or there. Or put up wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And um, let it reflect the beauty of the wallpaper. That's exactly. pretty. Yeah. yeah. Add some pattern across from it so it reflects something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. All right. All right. That well, was pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Thanks for coming, Jonathan. Of course. Yes. I love Thank being you. here. Yeah. We love having I mean, you. Are you in Atlanta often? I'm in Atlanta often, yes. Good. Well, we'll come see you in Nashville. Yeah. I hope yeah. you do. That'd be great. I love that town. We've been talking about doing a Nashville show. We just haven't. We haven't gotten it together. Yeah. yeah. We will. <laughs> and then you came to us, so now there's are There you too. go. Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to tell everyone that where they can find you and follow you and all that sure. stuff? Sure. Um, so it's savageinteriordesign.com. That is savageinteriordesign, without an S, dot com. And on Instagram at savageinteriordesign. That's it. <laughs> I follow you. You're, you've yeah. got a fun Instagram feed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was stalking stuff. you all around Europe. Got my travels going on in there. Feels <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, thanks so much for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app and we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and also please send in your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. And of course, follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And until next time, happy happy decorating. decorating.